Hey everybody, welcome to The Wake Up for Wednesday, October 21st, 2020. Here's what's happening in Hollywood, the media biz and social platforms where uh, I think they were giving out two for one deals in Hollywood yesterday, so a lot to get caught up on. It's also convenient that it's uh, brought to you by a coffee sponsor, but not just any coffee, the freshest Colombian coffee you can get, Devotion Coffee. Over in the trailer house, HBO Max gave us one for their upcoming Kaylee Cuoco Max original series, The Flight Attendant. That's about a, well, a flight attendant uh, who gets kind of drunk one night with a uh, customer. His name only seems to be 3C. Uh, They have a one night stand and she wakes up to find him dead next to her and then she uh, just goes home. It's a short film. Uh, No way. Conspiracy ensues where she has to find out uh, WTF happened. That hits HBO Max on November 26th and the link is in the episode notes, of course. Now over to Hollywood. And we'll get to the plethora of new movie and TV projects in a minute, uh, maybe a minute 45. But we got to kick off with the streaming business, and we'll start with Netflix, who fell just a smidge short of their own subscriber growth projections for the third quarter. Although, to be fair, guessing subscriber growth in a pandemic is a new skill set. They added 2.2 million subscribers worldwide from July through September. That's below their 2.5 million estimate. They now have a total of 195 million subscribers around the world and have already added 28 million this year through September, which is more than they added all of last year. So bigger picture here, Netflix had huge growth in the first half of the year, so it was bound to slow, it just slowed a little bit more than expected. But they are expecting to add another 6 million subscribers in the fourth quarter, which would, uh, drumroll please, uh, take them over the 200 million subscriber mark worldwide. Disney Plus and Amazon Prime, the mic is now yours. Netflix also announced a bunch of viewership numbers, with movies and docuseries kind of dominating, but uh, as they count to view as watching two minutes of something, well, if you find that an indicative measure of success, uh, the list is in the episode notes. But instead, going to move on to Viacom, who also made some streaming headlines yesterday, making a change at the top. The head of Viacom's free streaming service, Pluto, Tom Ryan, is now in charge of all streaming efforts, including the Paramount Plus streaming service launch next year, as president and CEO of streaming. Viacom bought Pluto last year, which Tom co-founded in 2014. Viacom's current chief digital officer and CEO of Viacom CBS Digital, Mark DeBevoise, will be exiting the company after a nine-year tenure. Also, Viacom's COO of International Cable Networks, Kelly Day, will additionally become president of international streaming. So adjust your org charts accordingly. And just to round out our streaming business conversation, or I guess this is more of a monologue, uh, but The Information published yet another piece on the woes at Quibi. Granted, most of it was anecdotal, but those anecdotes include Katzenberg now telling some industry people that he may have to shut it down. The piece also notes employees saying that several meetings about future strategy have been canceled and that some of them are already planning informal farewell drinks. Oh boy. Uh, Katzenberg has already approached NBCU and Facebook about buying the Quibi catalog, but to no avail. They also haven't reported any subscriber updates since early June. Although to note, according to Variety, the Quibi app has finally launched on Apple TV, Amazon Fire, and Google TV, aka Chromecast, uh, this week, six months after its launch. All content is shown in widescreen landscape format. Sorry, turnstile. Okay, now time for some deals, uh, starting with the movie biz. Universal Pictures announced they're going to wrap up the main Fast and Furious franchise with two movies, according to The Hollywood Reporter. These will effectively be the 10th and 11th in the franchise, though I'm sure several spinoffs will live on well after that. Justin Lin, who directed most of the franchise, will direct these final two Fast and Furious movies, and F9 is currently slated for a May release in theaters. 
Elsewhere at Universal, Deadline reports that director Stephen Daldry has exited Wicked, their movie version of the Broadway show. Apparently, Universal wanted to get it into production by late next year, but that was quicker than Daldry was comfortable with, and given the rush on London's soundstage space, the film may now need to be shot elsewhere, which he was also not interested in doing. So, if you want to submit a resume on behalf of a client, uh, give Donna Langley a call. Another movie is leaving the fall theatrical release slate. As Sony TriStar has sold off the Kristen Stewart movie Happiest Season to Hulu, at least in the U.S., Sony is keeping the Canadian and worldwide rights otherwise, though no Hulu price tag was disclosed. The movie was slated for a November 25th release date and stars Kristen Stewart and Mackenzie Davis as a couple who goes home to Davis's family for Christmas, where uh, Stewart is planning on proposing, only to find out that they don't even know Mackenzie's character is gay. Well, that could be problematic. Uh, you can still watch it over Thanksgiving weekend, though, as Hulu is maintaining that November 25th release date. Over at Paramount, Jeremy Kramer will be the president of their newly uh, re-energized imprint, Paramount Players, which will be devoted to making genre films. Ashley Brooks is moving over from regular Paramount to be EVP of production, and Jeremy reports into studio head Emma Watts. And Netflix ordered a movie with Jamie Foxx that he'll also executive produce. This one's called Day Shift. Fox is going to play a hard-working blue-collar dad who cleans pools to support his eight-year-old daughter. But what he really does is hunt and kill vampires. Well, I'm sure the cleaning supplies come in handy. It'll be directed by first-time director J.J. Perry, who's done second unit and stunts on films like F9 and the John Wick series. Coincidentally, it'll be produced by Chad Stahelski's production company. Chad, of course, of John Wick directing fame. Okay, movie's done. Now over to the TV. And back to Netflix, of course, who ordered an eight-episode limited series starring Kristen Bell. She'll play a bit of a heartbroken, well, shut-in, who uh, meets a handsome new neighbor across the street, but soon thinks that she witnesses a gruesome murder that he may have committed. Man, I thought Hinge was tough. Anyway, a comedic thriller whodunit ensues. That one comes from Will Ferrell's Gloria Sanchez production company. Disney Plus has given an order to a TV series based on the movie Willow. Crazy Rich Asians director John M. Chu will direct the first episode, which is going to shoot next year in Wales, where much of the original movie was shot. It takes place many years after the events of the movie, according to the trades. Over at HBO, they ordered a limited series from the Westworld team of Lisa Joy and Jonathan Nolan based on the New York Times number one best-selling novel, The Sun. Arrivals Denis Villeneuve will direct and Jake Gyllenhaal is attached to star, according to the trades. The book is a tale of vengeance and corruption set in Oslo. Oh man, don't get me started on Oslo. And Jake will play an escaped convict and opioid addict on the run who can't remember his past, but I'm sure he has some redeeming qualities as well. And speaking of HBO, Lovecraft Country hit a ratings high for their finale on Sunday night with 1.5 million viewers total, and almost 900,000 of those watched it the old-fashioned way on HBO at 9pm. The first episode has gotten almost 10 million viewers on HBO Max so far. Granted, the metric for a view on HBO Max was not defined and no information on other episodes was released. The show is still also awaiting a renewal for season 2. Over at a related company, HBO Max, they've hired Scott Foley as co-host for Ellen's next great designer furniture competition show. That's according to Deadline. He will also be the lead judge. Apparently, Scott is an amateur furniture maker. Huh, how about that? 
Amazon Prime greenlit another series from David Weil. He created their show Hunters, which uh, currently has a second season order. This new series will be a seven-episode sci-fi anthology series, according to Deadline, that explores human connection in the near future. Well, I'm certainly all for the optimism. And let's finish up this uh, very busy day in deals with a congrats going out to Sylvia Bug. She was named Chief Programming Officer over at PBS, as well as General Manager. She'll oversee everything except kids programming, so uh, kudos to you, Sylvia. Next up, the media biz and social platforms. With Snapchat setting a new daily user record, Google getting sued by the U.S. government, and Universal Music setting a new record for streaming revenue. So, uh, yeah, pretty quiet day here, too. Plus, today's pop quiz. Director John M. Chu had great success with Crazy Rich Asians and has Lin-Manuel Miranda's In the Heights coming out next year. But what was the first film he directed? Hint, it's a dancing-based franchise from the late aughts. The answer, after a uh, much-needed coffee break with Devotion Coffee. In a world obsessed with freshness and where your food comes from, most people don't think about their coffee. Sometimes you'll see on a bag when the beans are roasted, but you really have no idea when those beans left their country of origin, where it's very possible those beans could have been sitting around for anywhere from six to nine months. But with Devotion, you know you're getting the freshest Colombian coffee experience possible. Devotion FedExes their beans every week up from Bogota to their roastery in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. So the coffee gets from Bogota to in your cup in as little as a 10-day time frame. And Devotion makes it super easy to order. Go to Devotion.com, that's D-E-V-O-C-I-O-N.com. They have a wide variety of beans to choose from sourced from various areas of Colombia, and they tell you which one on each bag. You get free shipping on your first order of just 50 bucks or more, and enter the code WAKEUP at checkout and get 20% off your first order. So you don't have to even leave your house to get your coffee, and it's probably less expensive than if you did. That's Devotion.com, enter the code WAKEUP, and that link and code are both in the episode notes. Check it out today. And now the answer to today's pop quiz. John M. Chu's first movie as a director was Step Up 2, colon, The Streets. He also directed the follow-up Step Up 3D, as well as Justin Bieber's two feature-length documentaries. So, if the Biebs shows up in Willow, don't be too surprised. Now, over to the media biz and social platforms. As you probably heard, uh, well, everywhere, the U.S. government has brought an antitrust lawsuit against Google for monopolistic business practices in the digital advertising market, among other things. And you can expect more government cases to be filed in the future as a result of their 15-month investigation. The last time the U.S. government took on big tech on this scale was Microsoft back in the 1990s. But this Google thing probably won't see a trial for at least a year. That is, if it isn't settled before that, according to AdAge. Although one overall thing to keep in mind here, there really is just no alternative for internet search. Even if Google is forced to not be the default engine for things like Safari and Firefox, I don't think anybody's going to be too thrilled with all of a sudden one day getting search results from Bing. So it'll be interesting to see how this plays out in the uh, public forum. Snapchat had good or even outstanding news on their earnings call. Their daily active users are now at 249 million people worldwide. That's up 18% from this time a year ago and up 4% from just the end of June. But the even bigger surprise was quarterly revenue, which increased 52% compared to one year ago, hitting $679 million for the third quarter. Hell, they even made a profit. Well, on a per share basis and at a penny a share, but in the black is in the black. Also, user time spent watching shows each day grew 50% from a year ago. 
Their stock bounced over 20% in after-hours trading last night. And if you want to know just how much music streaming is booming in the pandemic, you don't have to look much further than the world's largest music label, Universal Music, who reported earning $1.1 billion of streaming revenue in the third quarter alone. That's just the second time they've ever crossed a billion dollars of streaming revenue in a three-month period. It was also their largest quarter of streaming revenue ever, according to Music Business Worldwide. Parent company Vivendi will be taking Universal Music public by the end of 2022. And in today's programming notes, we made it. ABC's Wednesday night sitcoms are back, or, uh, well, at least three of them. The Goldbergs, The Connors, and Blackish. Fox has Game 2 of the World Series tonight at 8 p.m. And HBO has a new documentary called 537 Votes. That's about the 2000 election, of course. And it's gotten some pretty good reviews. Oh, the documentary, not the election. It's also exec produced by Adam McKay. And Netflix has two new entries, Rebecca, the film based on the classic novel, starring Lily James, Army Hammer, and Kristen Scott Thomas. And the new season, or I guess mini-season, of Letterman's My Next Guest Needs No Introduction. Only four episodes this time out, Kim Kardashian, Robert Downey Jr., Lizzo, and Dave Chappelle. And Country Music's CMT Awards air on, well, CMT at 8 p.m., as well as MTV, MTV2, and some other Viacom networks, in case you're too good for CMT. Sarah Hyland, Kane Brown, and Ashley McBride host. So let's go out today with Ashley's song, Martha Divine. And please give a follow on the Instagram. Uh, well, me, not Martha. She doesn't have an account. It's The Wake Up Pod. That's two P's in there, The Wake Up Pod. And you'll get previews of the headlines to know each morning. Plus, you can just say hi to me. I'm Sean, by the way. Have a great day, everybody. I'll see you tomorrow. Martha.